The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ho, ho, ho! Well, Merry Christmas, all you hunters! And for those of you who don't know, next week I'll be bearing gifts in arms! Ho, ho, ho! So on The Revolution Today with Jim and Trav, they'll be covering self-defense, compact handguns, layers of protection, printing 3D guns, the rejection of a Super Bowl ad from Daniel Defense, and much, much more. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Jim and Trav. Christmas is upon us. It's uh, next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. God bless you. And you haven't got me anything yet. Each and every one. I got you the gift of uh, friendship. <laughs> okay. Ooh. How's that working out for you? Friendship <laughs> So far, Mrs. Bunny is expensive. Mrs. Bunny is in the studio joining us. How you doing, Mrs. Bunny? I'm good. Hey, I want to say uh, congratulations, Jimbo. You were up hunting with us, Scott Carlson. From Carlson's Choke Tooth yeah, in Atwood. Northwest Kansas this past weekend. Uh, got a nice buck and a doe. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Long shots. All right. So uh, we're talking about uh, self-defense on this week's show. Second Amendment issues. A uh, ton of stuff like that. What do you guys think, though? I already said hi to you, right, Bunny? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't say hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, so you guys saw the whole controversy or saw, heard about uh, Daniel Defense in the Super Bowl not wanting to uh, run the ad. They don't even mention firearms or ammunition. And they just and, have a picture of a little gun well, they, at the very end. No, they said they would take that away. Oh, really? They're going to take that away. They, yeah, they, they like, said no! they would take off the logo. <laughs> I can't do it. I hate football, but didn't last year Michael Bloomberg actually ran an ad? Anti-gun. Oh, no, that's different, though. You know, if you look at the crime rate, holy crap of NFL players. What is it like since last year's Super Bowl? What, 30, 31 players have been arrested for either um, murder, attempted murder, um, driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Aggravated assault. Well, the thing is that that last year Daniel Defense did run an ad with no problem. Really? They did last year? They did last year in, in just the Georgia market or something like that. Yeah, they, oh. they ran an ad last year with no problem. And then this year they try to do it and they get a, a, a big old fat no. And even after they, they offer to change that logo at the end. And for everybody who hasn't seen it, the essence of the commercial is a guy gets home from work. He's looking around. He goes inside. He hugs his wife. His baby's crying. He goes in and checks on his baby. And um, it's, it's... Jimbo's in the room. The overall... <laughs> The overall need to just to um, make sure that his family is safe. There's no mention of guns. There's no mention of ammunition, firearms, nothing. There's no mention of it. Just him making a choice to keep his family safe. And it doesn't even say how he's doing so. It doesn't mention any of that. I do Taekwondo, though. Right. Uh-huh. You're a what color belt? <laughs> like a fuchsia? I have, actually, I have a Shut up. I have a Hummer that I run everybody down with. Yeah. Stop it. It's oh, yellow. It's just, you know, it, it really strikes me as odd since um, the NFL is, you know, they're, they're in favor. They're not violent, though, on the NFL. They're not. They're not. 
No, they're not violent, <laughs> but they usually do support. I know Bob Costas is a big supporter of the NRA. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is well spoken about that. If, if that was the case, then LaPierre would be starving to death right now. <laughs> it is just ridiculous. But here's the deal. We're never going to be able to change their minds or their way of thinking. Um, and it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day. There's um, more of us than there are of them. Those people don't matter. They're just a bunch of idiots. And I think that we should just quit talking about it. And pers- my personal opinion, quit watching the stupid NFL. <laughs> what good ever comes of it? Like, what life skills do these people have that are actually going to contribute to society when they're done? When when they say that the uh, unemployment or, uh, no, bankruptcy, it's yeah. like within five years of most of these people retiring, 80% of them file for bankruptcy it's and true. wind up on uh, government assistance. <laughs> and they make more in one year than, like, 10 normal American citizens will make in a lifetime. Yeah, it's but just, you know what? They're not teaching responsibility or anything. I do watch football, and the things that I have learned from football, I understand what offsides is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand head signals. Uh, I also know that uh, what false start means. Frank's giving us a hand signal right now. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a go. See, you can, you can learn things. <laughs> yeah. You can learn how to beat people and get away with it. All right. So let's talk about printing 3D guns. I think this is a novel idea. Whether I, it will... I actually draw them with a pencil. Jim does. And actually, we suspended Jimbo because he was walking around pretending to shoot a, a fake bow in the studio. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so we said, hey. You're but I off, killed three deer with it. You're <laughs> off sides. Go sit in a corner. That's it. Um, so printing 3D guns. Some like 25-year-old kid came up with this and put something online. Isn't that right, Mrs. Bunny? Like yeah, in he, March or April of this year? Yeah, he's 25 years old. I think he was in school in Texas or something like that. Damn he, kids. He, yeah, he's the, defense, he's the founder of Defense Distributed. And they've kind of uh, wrinkled some feathers already or wrinkled some... Um, Ruffled some feathers. Yeah, <laughs> they, they wrinkled them. <laughs> well, after that, they wrinkled them. <laughs> they ruffled some feathers already because they've been printing um, AR lower receivers and magazines, and they posted a video um, announcing the printing of a f- of a functional single shot 380 ACP pistol that they've called the Liberator. Now, the gun after the the, the single shot went kapooey. Right, blew, blew, blew up the barrel. Yeah, cracked. Right, it. it's just, um, but. In the wave of the future with technology and things like that, um, a lot of things are possible. And um, with that, uh, printing whole guns in these 3D printers is very possible. Well, Chuck Schumer got his panties in a knot. And I like, you know, he, they Chuck came. Chuck Schumer wears panties? Yeah. Um, you know, they came over <laughs> with the, cut or what? the Undetectable Firearm Act, which already bans non-metal guns, which is, I love this, it's a lot like banning unicorns. <laughs> um, you know, he, he was against the distribution of Glocks in America because he said there was no metal parts in it. You could just carry it on or uh, get it past uh, metal detectors with no problem, which is just, I mean, completely false. That's not true. But, well, you know. he speaks in half truths well that's all our government does well the part was you could go to the airport we're giving true we're giving them too much credit to say that they only lie 50 percent of the time okay (laughs) um but you know they alerted the atf about this and what did they what was their general analysis about this mrs bunny the atf yeah. <laughs> they laughed is what yeah, they did. Like, well, they, Who cares? You know, <laughs> That's Chuck, cute. Yeah, Chuck Schumer might be in a huge um, <laughs> rush to ban all this Debacle. stuff. Yeah, but the ATF is, appears to be um, taking it easy. They said that they know about 3D printing of firearms. They've been tracking it for a while. They've known for a while. This just didn't come out. I mean, people have been trying this for a long time. Right, but they, they said that the firearm technology people have looked at, um, they haven't seen a consistent reliability um, yeah. of a firearm made with pre- 3D printing. And so um, the difference is you can go out and you can purchase a gun at some place like Ruger and get a really nice gun um, and 
for, for not much money for not a lot of money and then the difference between that and printing a 3d gun is a 3d printer costs um upwards of eight thousand dollars holy god yeah so and you make pur- one out of a piece of plastic right so to purchase the printer and then to get the right plans and to get it engineered and, and printed the exact way it's supposed to and put and, and assembled all together i mean you got a lot of money wrapped up in this and then there's the very good possibility that it will either crack on the first shot like most of the models that they have or um it could even blow up in your own hand well here's the problem you know no one right now is trying to sell these and it's still a firearm at the end of the day and if you did then you'd have to have a firearms uh what? ffl yeah and so class 97 but no one's even trying to do that chapter plastic and the people that are doing it illegally or for illegal purposes aren't gonna care yeah. so i mean what are you gonna do yeah, That's you're kind it. of in the same boat. I don't yeah. know if I'm protecting myself or my family at home and I reach under my bed because I have an intruder. Am I going to grab my 3D printed gun or the one I bought <laughs> from Ruger? <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, no, I, I'm pretty sure I know which one I want to grab. This came out of my Luxmark printer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we ran out of black ink. <laughs> That's why it's blue right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are talking about Second Amendment issues on today's show. Uh, also, uh, uh, self-protection, self-defense. Uh, after the break, we're going to be joined by Richard Mann. He's a former military and law enforcement agent. He has a book called A Handgun Training for Personal Protection. Also, Lee Williams, the gun writer. How about Ruger's own Ken Jorgensen? And finally, Unpro's Chance Orth. All of this week's show? That's not a good thing, yeah. uh, Chance. Uh, so, uh, Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for joining us, as always. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, make sure you hop online, find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash adventures of dad me. Check out our uh, webisodes, cool stuff on there. But special thank you to Ram Trucks or ramtrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com. High Mount Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com, and Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter, at Cabela's.com and Outdoor Channel. You can hop on, check out our archives, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Here's a cool word from Mark. We'll see you boys and girls right after the break. Ruger on political involvement. Pro-gunners take the lead. A recent published poll from the Pew Research Center found that when it comes to political involvement, there is a substantial gap between those who value Second Amendment rights and those who favor restricting them. With pro-gunners being more politically active and donating more money than their anti-gun counterparts, the poll found that 25% of those who prioritize gun rights have contributed money to an organization that takes a position on the issue. But just 6% of those who prioritize gun control have done so. The poll also found that gun rights supporters are more politically active, with 16% of them having contacted a public official to express an opinion on gun policy, compared to just 11% of gun control supporters. So we're cutting to a break, but don't forget to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash adventures of dad and me. Thanks. Wednesday. One final challenge. This final challenge is a doozy. One gun from this season. Like that? My choice is going to be the P90. I'm going to go with the Styra. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <What'd> you... <laughs> There's not even bits of it left. That is probably the first time that we've done anything like this at Gunsight. Midway USA's Rapid Fire. All new Wednesday, 8 p.m. 7 Central. Only on Outdoor Channel. A truck should make you want to get out and see the world. The Driver Command Center in the new 2013 Ram 1500 with available 3D navigation, Sirius XM, and Wi-Fi at your customized touchscreen control. 
backed by a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. The new Ram 1500, with best-in-class fuel economy, is Motor Trend's 2013 Truck of the Year. Learn more about Ram's pioneering technologies at ramtrucks.com. See dealer for powertrain limited warranty. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Sirius and XM are registered trademarks of Sirius XM Radio, Inc. Merry Christmas. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, if you're just joining us, you missed old Miss Buddy talking about that ad that was banned by the NFL. Yeah, they're uh, good people. Yeah, <laughs> They want to protect that us. NFL stands for not for long. Yes, you <laughs> can watch them and be bored, but they just don't want you to be safe uh, while you're doing it. We are talking about uh, self-defense and Second Amendment issues on today's show. Being joined by Richard Mann, and he is former military and law enforcement, has a brand new book out called Handgun Training for Personal Protection. Uh, Richard, how's it going, buddy? Good, it's good. So let's talk about layers of protection. I love you putting here, simply owning a gun, while that might make you feel safer, it is no different than buying a treadmill you don't use. Uh, implying that if you don't um, get out and familiarize yourself with that firearm and become proficient with it, it's going to do you no good, is it? Yeah, well, in a practical sense, no. Um, that being said, you know, there's lots of things people buy to make them feel better. Yeah. So... If you're worried about protecting yourself or something, buying a gun is the first step. And, and for a lot of people, that that's all they ever get through. They buy the gun, they put it in the drawer, or they stick it in their glove box or whatever, and it makes them feel better. I don't have a problem with that. The, the real problem with it is it's only going to make you feel better until you need it. Well, it, sadly enough, with a, with a handgun, you actually have to be willing to use it, don't you? Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't really comprehend what being willing mean Mm -hmm. Uh, of course that being said it's hard to answer that question until you're actually put in a position a situation where you have to make that decision too Mm -hmm. before i before i answer that let me back up to something you said about uh about being willing you know the purpose of a defensive handgun or carrying one is not to kill somebody Mm -hmm. the purpose is to stop them and i think that's the mindset that you have to have is is Obviously, if you intend to kill somebody, that's murder with malice, and that's illegal. There's no two ways of looking at it. Mm -hmm. But the purpose of the defensive handgun is to stop somebody. And in most cases, when defensive handguns are used by police or civilians, the triggers are never pulled. The gun is presented into the situation, and whatever bad guy is doing whatever bad thing decides he ought to stop. Even if you shoot somebody with a handgun, you shoot to stop. You don't shoot to kill. So... You know, a lot of people, and of course, a lot of us are influenced by television and, and the movies and whatnot, and you see somebody shot with a handgun, and it's instant death or very graphic or something. In the real world, is it, it doesn't really happen that way. Mm-hmm. In some instances, somebody getting shot, their reaction is like getting stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that's a short-term reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, from what I can tell you, as, as working as a police officer, and pointing a gun at a lot of people and talking to civilians who had to point guns at a lot of bad guys, uh, that's, in most cases, all that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and TV does a pretty good job of representing that, too, because you'll notice on TV how many times the cops point a gun at a bad guy and his instant reaction is, 
put his hands up. Mm-hmm. That's that's real world, and and that's the purpose of the defensive handgun. It's not to kill; it's to stop the bad guy from doing bad things. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to something you said a second ago, <clears throat> in that moment, all right, when an attack does happen and you are forced to pull that firearm. Um, and, and let's say it does boil down to it that you do have to pull the trigger because it, it does happen. Um, you know, I, I, you know, like you said, you're talking about intentionally, uh, doing something. I mean, you can't honestly sit there and say that when you do happen to squeeze that trigger because it boiled down to that there was, it was a last option resort. Cause you know, there's people out there with malice intent. I mean, you can't sit there and say though that, oh, I'm just going to try to wound this guy. I mean, you, you could hit them in the leg and hit the female artery and, and they could bleed out and die. I think the whole thing is just to stop it. But I think you really have a 50 50 chance of either them living or not. Correct. Uh, well, that, that depends, you know, survivability of, Handgun wounds in today's modern medicine mostly is determined within a few rare instances of shots actually through the heart or through the you know the the brain or the the central nervous system. Mm-hmm. The survivability is mostly determined on how quick you get into the hospital. Mm-hmm. That being said, there are some wounds that can be delivered with a handgun that are unrecoverable. Mm-hmm. Typically. Trained police officers and civilians are rather poor marksmen when it comes to, to shooting at <laughs> <laughs> That goes back to what you mentioned earlier about uh, training and, and the amount of ammunition you put through your gun. Um, you know, it's just like driving, uh, driving a vehicle. When you first got your license and was 16, uh, oh. it was pretty easy to jump in the car and go straight down the road. Uh-huh. But if you think back through the first five or ten years of your driving experience, how many times you had those moments where it just literally scared you to death because you wasn't prepared for the circumstance that where there was a slick road, somebody pulling out in front of you. Oh, yeah. You know, and after five, ten, fifteen years, and even now as, as an adult, you know, with 30 or 40 years driving experience, you'll still make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But you're much better prepared to happen or to deal with what happens on the road because of all that experience behind you. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you can correlate that very well to the handgun. Uh, You know, you get in a situation, you've got elevated stress, you've got adrenaline, you're scared to death. I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways to describe the emotions you'll be going through. You know, I just pray that, you know, it never boils down to that for anybody. So let's talk about your book for a second. Handgun training for personal protection. First of all, where can we find this book online, buddy? Uh, Amazon dot com has a, a paperback version and a Kindle edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both real affordable. I think the paperback version is fifteen bucks. Oh wow! Handles cheaper. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Probably the best deal going right now, though, is through Gunsight Academy. If you buy the book through the Gunsight Academy's Pro Shop, mm-hmm. uh, you're entered into a chance to win a five day handgun training class at Gunsight. Man, that'd be a sweet deal to win that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cow. like a great book to nice stocking stuffer for Christmas. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody needs one for Christmas. <laughs> I think, I I think need, they need two. I need two, Richard. <laughs> now, do you have a Facebook page or anything for, like that, buddy? Yeah, I'm on Facebook under my name, uh, Richard Mann. I've also do a blog that I, I work on probably every day, every other day. It's empty-cases.com, emptycases.com. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Richard Mann. This guy's a great author. He's got a new book out called 
handgun training for personal protection. That's right. Richard Man is the man. You should be the man, too, or the woman, and pick up his book for Christmas. Get two for Christmas. Educate yourself. That's what you need to do. Well, coming up after the break, we're going to have Lee Williams on, and he is the gun uh, writer talking about some uh, new laws in Florida. going to be pretty cool. We are talking about Second Amendment issues and self-defense on today's show. Big thank you to Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mount Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Here is a quick word for Mark. We'll return after a minute uh, with Lee Williams once again. Uh, stick around. Thanks a bunch, Richard. Hey, thanks, guys. Outdoor Channel on current gun trends. Winning. A recent Gallup poll shows that self-defense is the number one reason for gun ownership. Among poll respondents, 60% cited personal safety and protection as the reason they own guns. 36% said they own guns for hunting. 13% for recreation and sport. And 8% for target shooting. Those who owned guns just because they can, citing their Second Amendment right as a reason, only came in at 5%. This poll indicates Americans of all political stripes understand that private gun ownership allows them to defend their lives and the lives of their families. And this may explain why moving toward greater gun control is so difficult. So make sure you add OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution to your favorites list so you can easily catch up on our past shows over the holiday break. That's pretty good advice right there. For 20 years, Outdoor Channel brings you television you don't just watch, but brings you closer with information you can use. With expert talent you can't find anywhere else. Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, and more. And now we've got more of what you love with new original series that go outside to get to the heart of what is inside. Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Need a gift for someone who loves to hunt and loves to read about it? Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls, third edition, of course. Find it at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle combines features of the Ruger American Rifle and innovations of the 1022 Rimfire Rifle to appeal to all bolt-action enthusiasts. It features a modular stock system that provides comb height options for scope or iron sight use. A power bedding integral bedding block system for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger. And a 1022 style rotary magazine for reliable feeding. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle. Another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. What to do with a freezer full of wild game? Try High Mountain Seasoning's specially blended flavors for all your cooking needs. Check them out at www.himtnjerky.com. Coming home for Christmas is always the best. Decorating the Christmas tree. Merry Christmas! You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, I'll tell you what, if you're just joining us, you miss old Richard Mance. This guy knows a heck of a lot about shooting stuff. He's the man. He is the man. Uh, once again, he's got a great book out, uh, Handgun Training for Personal Protection. Uh, I, I think uh, personal protection is a good thing. I throw that's, the book. That's why I wear deodorant. That is personal <laughs> protection right there. All right, uh, we are talking about Second Amendment issues on today's show. Just now being joined by Lee Williams. He is the gun rider. Uh, hop on any search engine. Just plug in the gun rider. Bunch of stuff's going to come up. He'll take you on a ride. Mr. Lee, how's it going, buddy? Great. Real pleasure to be with you both. Hey, it's great to have you. Now, you just put out a great piece that everybody needs to write. And here in a second, I'll, uh, I'll have you uh, tell us where we can find it. But the topic, Florida Appeals Court Universities Can't Regulate Firearms. <gasps> 
but I thought they could, Lee. What's up with that? Yeah, we had a major victory. There's a group down here, uh, Florida Carry Inc., and yeah. they are activists, if they're nothing else. And they <laughs> have found one of their members who was a single mom and a student at one of our universities down here who was denied the right to bring her firearm to campus. She couldn't even keep it locked and in her vehicle, or she could face expulsion and arrest. Really? The case, yeah, it was tragic. The case made it all the way to the first district court of appeals. Wow. And they, they cited for the gun owner saying that because of our state's beautifully strong preemption laws, yeah. universities like any other municipality or any other government organization have no right to legislate firearms. Now, what message do you think this is sending to universities and to the antis out there? I mean, Across you, the country. Do you think that this is going to do anything or do you think? Yeah, I, I think this really solidifies the fact that uh, this is the first major test of our preemption law. Yeah. And it, it reinforces that this is a serious law. Florida criminalizes any politician who wants to mess around with the preemption law and start up a local gun ordinance or anti-gun ordinance, they not only do they face, uh, you know, recall and problems at the ballot box, but they can actually be charged criminally for interfering with the state's preemption law. Yeah. And also now uh, tell us about the Oregon uh, school board lifts open carry ban for educators. What takes that all about? I I think it's good. I, I, you know, Wherever you have it, open carry is is always a little bit contentious. But if they're going to make a, a good pro gun move, you know, strong support here. You know, you would think that more schools would get on board with this. I mean, I they're supposed to be shaping today and tomorrow's generation, their minds, and and building a greater America by uh, providing these kids with a strong foundation of More leadership video games. and skills. But the thing is, I mean, we're, we're sending our kids into the lion's den by not arming our teachers and putting security guards in place. I mean, look at that whole uh, situation that was diffused in less than 80 seconds uh, because it, a deputy, last week. a deputy, it wasn't a deputy that exactly. showed up on I the mean, spot. My father is a retired public school teacher. He taught uh, middle school math for 33 years. Really? And I look at his background. He was um, in the Army. Not only was he in the Army, he was a military police officer in the Army. Would mm-hmm. have been a perfect candidate for caring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it would not have had an issue with it. And there are likewise a lot of trained staff out there that shouldn't be an issue here. So yeah. one more time before we go on with this, where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, easiest way is thegunwriter.com. Yeah. Now, where do you see us going in the next couple of years? I mean, you've got uh, things popping up like they are in Florida and this thing in Oregon. Uh, do you do you see uh, uh, Chuck Schumer and uh, Bloomberg and winning out else? on this whole thing, or, or do you think that we're going to prevail? Well, I, I really think that as long as a certain someone uh, has access to billions of dollars to fund whatever he wants to fund, that's always going to continue to happen. However, based on some of the polls that are out, I see public support for a lot of that dropping. Uh, we're back to where we were uh, a year ago in mm-hmm. terms of how the general public feels about guns. Down here, it, it's perfect. Uh, they're viewed as a tool. There's there's no political... I mean, up in the Northeast, they're a political issue. In the Midwest, where I'm from, or down here in Florida now, they're, they're simply seen as a tool, a great means of self-defense and uh, recreation. Well, wow. according to our government, that's not right. No. You don't have the right to defend yourself. No. That's their job, and they're not going to be there to do it, so you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. So we're actually coming up an ad break, buddy. To find out more about you, how we can get more involved, how we can educate ourselves, where do we have to head to online to do that? 
easily, easy place to find thegunwriter.com or hit Google and uh, type in the gunwriter and you'll find us. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Lee Williams. He is a mild man and reporter for a quick metropolitan newspaper, The Gunwriter. The Gunwriter. Hop online once again, just type it into any search engine. But coming up after the break, we're going to be joined by Ken Jorgensen with Ruger. He's going to be giving us the rundown of a couple of their concealed carry firearms. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But a special thank you to Ram Trucks, Ramtrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mount Seasonings, HIMTNJerky.com, and Cabela's World's Fulmus Outfitter at Cabela's.com. One more thing, Outdoor Channel. Hop online, check them out, and us, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. The Gun Rider, Lee Man, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. My pleasure. Anytime, guys. All right. Good. Ken Jorgensen, he's coming up next. Stick around. Trucks on Gallup polls. Support for tougher gun laws at lowest point in decades. A new Gallup poll shows that the number of Americans who favor tougher gun control laws has dropped to its lowest point in nearly 20 years. Gallup asked the question, in general, do you feel that the laws covering the sale of firearms should be made more strict, less strict, or kept as they are now? 44% said more strict, 12% said less strict, and 43% said the laws should be kept as they are now, making for a 50 5544 majority opposed to tougher laws. And for more interesting facts such as this, listen to our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts that can be found by going to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, Jim Shockey, the biggest names come together on hunting's biggest night. Are you kidding me? Wild Game Innovations, Sunday night on the hunt. Whitetails. Turkeys. And big game chase from the farthest reaches of the globe. Wild Game Innovation Sunday Night on the Hunt. Brought to you in part by Wild Game's digital trail cameras. Sunday starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. When I'm backpacking in the mountains, I like to travel light. That's why I carry Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet outdoor meals. These freeze-dried meals cook right in the pouch. Just add water. With menu choices like cheesy lasagna, teriyaki chicken with rice, and more, these meals taste great. And with a shelf life of seven years, they're also perfect as an emergency food supply at home. Look for Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet meals at a sporting goods store near you or at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls, 3rd Edition, features hundreds of detailed hunting stories and photos. Go to www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com today. Oh, oh, oh. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, if you're just joining us, man, you missed old Lee Williams. What a great guy, the gun rider. He is the gun rider. Once again, just hop online, any search engine, just punch in uh, the gun rider. A bunch of stuff's going to come and up. You get a caboose, too. Uh, yeah, right now we're being joined by Ken Jorgensen. He's the director of media relations and shooting sports uh, for Ruger. Ken, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. Well, you guys have just been going gangbusters the last couple of years. And what, uh, two years ago, you gave a million bucks to uh, the uh, National Rifle Association. Yes, we did. We uh, kind of had a challenge there to see if we could uh, manufacture a million 
guns, sell a million guns in a year with a dollar going to the NRA for every gun sold. And we actually taught that. We, uh, we actually went over one and a quarter million dollars that year. Yeah. Isn't that great? You know, that, and, that's and, amazing. And we tried to, to help you out. We bought everything you own. I bought, I bought everything <laughs> I could. I drained my kids' that's college great. funds. <laughs> now let's run through some pistols. You know, we are talking about second amendment issues and, and self-defense. Uh, self-defense on today's show. But during the break, you brought up a great point when it comes to self-defense and protection at home, you necessarily don't have to go with that smaller, compact size firearm. You can go a little bit larger if you'd like. Well, that's true. I mean, obviously, in a concealed carry, being small and having your gun concealed is really important. And that's where things like, you know, the LC-380, the LC-9, the LCP, the LCR revolver come in. But in the home, size is not that big a consideration. It's a gun you're going to have, you know, maybe in a safe by the nightstand or you're going to have someplace on the house or in the house or maybe even going to have it on you sometimes. But the size is not the issue. And I think that's where something like, you know, the medium frame revolvers like yeah. the GP-100 or maybe even a Red Hawk. Mm-hmm. where the SR series pistols really comes into play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had my wife qualify for a concealed carry with an SR-22. SR-22, my wife and too. I'll tell you what, uh, it's just really nice for her. As you say, there's not much recoil at all. And yet, we graduated her to the uh, the LC-380. The LC-380 is a nice gun. It's a step up from the LCP, a little bit more to hang on to. Uh, because it's a little bit larger, the recoil spring in, it's not quite as... Uh, Strong, which means a lady can rack the slide and handle the gun a lot easier. It's been very, very popular. Yeah, I love that little LCP 380. You could wear that thing in like a bikini and not find it. <laughs> that thing is so small. Like you're saying, compared to the LC, you know, LC is a little bit bigger, but that LCP, yeah. I mean, that thing is tiny. When I put it in my hand, it, it, it looks like a, a postage stamp. I mean, that thing is yeah. small, dude. Yeah, I put it in my Speedo. <laughs> a friend of mine told me it's the only gun he could get under the cummerbund at his daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Gives a whole new meaning to a shotgun wedding. Now, then? before we go on with this, buddy, to find out more about you and about Ruger and your fine selection of firearms, where can we find you online? Well, check us out at www.ruger.com, and there's lots of information there. And we Our whole product line is there, all the technical information. But also check out a lot of the videos. You know, there's videos on almost every product on the website tell you about the gun, tell you how to take care of them, tell you how to use them. And, and we also have uh, some tactical videos done by people like Ling New from Gunsight and Dave Spaulding, retired to law enforcement. So there's a lot of good stuff on the website. Check it out. Yeah, actually, we have a Facebook page called Adventures of Dad and Me, and we actually reviewed four uh, Ruger handguns for that particular uh, segment. Yeah, I just went in there and uh, uh, did a quick review on them, got a great response from it. Now, what would you say... If you own a firearm and you want to be proficient with it, how much time do you personally set aside um, each week, each month, whatever you do to keep from getting rusty with that firearm? Well, I don't set aside enough, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, on the road a lot, not at the range as much as I'd like to be. I do get to go to places like Gunsight and some other shooting schools, you know, periodically. And a lot of times that's when I just really kind of work on refreshing my, my skills and such like that. But I would say ideally, if you're going to, with a handgun and you're going to stay current and stay up to date, uh, you know, I tell people that probably at a minimum of once a month get to the range and probably do some dry firing in between. And when I used to get to the range quite a bit, I try and get there at least every other week. Really? You know? And one of the things that I had done over the years after going to a lot of different shooting schools, I'd always come away and I'd develop 
a hundred round drill. If I could go to the range and shoot a hundred rounds, what am I going to work on? You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. work on a draw. I'm going to work on a double tap. I'm going to, you know, work on certain skills. And one of the things I think is really important is we tend not to work on the things we aren't very good at because we don't shoot well, we don't look good. Yeah. Those are the ones you have to do. Yeah. Well, now, I, I've noticed uh, with the uh, the LC9 that we got from my wife, it has the Crimson Trace uh, uh, on it. Now, is that uh, is that becoming more and more popular to get that uh, with the handgun when you get it? Yes. Uh, we, we have a number of guns that come with lasers on them. And you know, lasers have certainly caught on with people. And it's something that... I think if you're going to use a laser on a gun, you have to train with it that way. I mean, one of the things, and we all know that, in, especially in daylight, it's hard to find a laser sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, you need to work on your shooting skills with your sights. You know, watch the front sight, squeeze the trigger, that whole drill. If you see the laser, that's the bonus in the process. And obviously, as your light gets dimmer, your laser is going to be, you know, more apparent. And so then it really, really comes into its own. The other nice thing about the laser is just in practicing, just in dry firing. Exactly. It's going to show you how much you move the gun. And so that's really, it, it's a good practice tool. Mm-hmm. Going back to practice, you know, shooting a defensive handgun is a perishable skill. So that is definitely something that you do want to practice. And getting back to that SR-22 with the price of ammunition, uh, that is really a great gun to get out there and, and just to brush up, do what you can, especially in this holiday season, you get some time off. Uh, get out to the yep. range and shoot as much as possible. Um, I like the revolvers personally. It's less moving parts. There's less things that I have to think about. Um, for me, I'm a simple guy. That's what I like to use. Oh, yeah. I think revolvers certainly have their place. There's a lot of people that want to say the revolver is dead. But, you know, it's a gun that if you learn to run it, you learn to manipulate it, and you learn to shoot it, it's going to do you well. And, you know, the LCR has certainly been a step up, I think, a small frame revolver because of the great trigger pull and everything on it. And it, it you know, again, talking about uh, the wives or talking about someone that doesn't have a lot of hand strength, uh, I've had a couple of people tell me that, you know, because of the arthritis in their hand, they couldn't do this, they couldn't do that. But the little LCR was still a gun they could, could handle and shoot well and felt comfortable with. And, and, and actually, you know, in the end, having... Having confidence in your firearm plays a big role in how yeah. well you do. Well, you know, I started off with that SP-101, uh, just a little bigger frame than the than the LCR, and then, you know, I, I, I went to that one for that main purpose of being smaller. But I just love uh, all of Ruger's firearms. They are absolutely amazing. Now, we're actually coming up on an ad break, uh, Mr. Ken, one more time to find out more about you, everything that you guys have out there to offer, especially uh, Christmas time. you got some great deals going on. Where can we find you online? We are at www.ruger.com. You bet. Hey, that was Ken Jerkison. He's the director of media relations and shooting sports at Ruger. He is the grand poobah. This man knows everything. The greatest shooter in the world. Michael Piper works for him. Hey, well, hey, we're the revolution. We are proudly brought to you by Ruger. Make sure you hop on, check them out, ruger.com. Also, Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution and Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com. Coming up after break, though, we're going to have Chance Orth of on Pro. Here's a quick word from Mark. Mr. Ken. Jorgensen, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, guys. Ram Trucks on Talking Safety. Now you can talk the talk and walk the walk. So have you ever heard of Yellow Jacket? Yellow Jacket is a high-voltage stun gun concealed inside an iPhone case. Yellow Jacket has two safety features that help prevent accidental discharge while being easily deployable in an instant. Also, the external battery can charge your iPhone for up to one full extra battery charge. Pretty cool and shocking, isn't it? 
All right, bad joke. But make sure to follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your next African safari with Kolobi Safaris. Experience Africa's sights and sounds mingled with true adventure of a big game hunt for the dangerous five or any number of plains game animals. If you've ever dreamed about Africa, then you need to book your trip of a lifetime with Daniel and Doria Dutoy, the purveyors of Kolobi Safaris. Hi, I'm Jim Ferguson. I did, and you should too. Look them up on the web at www. Dot K-O-L-O-B-E-S-A-F-A-R-I-S dot C-O dot C-A or call them at 011-83-280-7643. Just being with family and friends. My family's all coming for Christmas Eve. It's Christmas. <laughs> this is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you're almost to the end of the show. And you know what? You just missed old Ken Jorgensen from Ruger talking about some great handguns. Yeah, once again, Ken Jorgensen is the director of media relations and shooting sports uh, for Ruger. He gets to have relations with a lot of media people. Anyway. Lucky dog. <laughs> Mr. Chance from UnPro. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Doing great, guys. Alright, so you like to carry guns. A lot of them. Oh, Illegal yeah. guns doesn't oh. really matter. <laughs> Knives, dynamite. <laughs> now, what, what is personally... Uh, What's your, your first line of defense? Your, 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 yeah, exactly. Your first line of defense. My, my first line of defense is somebody were to mess with me. I just open up my jacket and I'm wearing a a vest full of dynamite. <laughs> and I said, you know, I'll take us both down, buddy. And I'll blow up half the block, too. You're messing with the wrong guy. <laughs> uh, that, that's awesome. Well, the second, yeah. line, of, second line of defense has got to be a scoop shovel in. <laughs> a fire truck. <laughs> uh, I tell you, though, I've had, you know, I bought the 870 uh, police barrel a couple of years ago and I absolutely love that thing and I've used it for sporting purposes as well. Really? really? How long is a barrel? Yeah. It's an 18 inch so it's an absolute minimum length uh-huh. um, um, shotgun barrel um, and uh, it fits right on the 870 like I said. I bought that new at Cabela's for $119. That's a deal. A uh, great deal and uh, since then I've shot quite a few partridge with it. It's a great gun in the woods. Really? Um, and even at some distance, I, I can shoot clays uh, with it all day long. It's quick, it's light, it's fast, the shoulder, and it shoots slugs accurately uh, up to 50 yards. Yeah. Now, the thing is, there is home defense, which you can use a shotgun or even a rifle if you'd like. But when you get out on the street, they're, they're kind of cumbersome to have that big old shotgun. So what do you like to use for a handgun? <laughs> well, you guys know I, I have my Walter 32, and I love that gun. Yeah. Mm. And uh, they have the new PPKS 22 coming out, which oh. I'm also really eager to find. Oh, yeah. But I was just reading about mm, Guns and Ammo, the mm, top eight most uh, underrated defense guns, personal defense guns. And the one that caught my eye in particular was the uh, Browning High Power 9. Hmm. And what, this is, uh, has been a little bit underrated, they think, in the United States because um, of a couple of other cheap, uh, popular uh, nines, such as the uh, Glock. Yeah, know? exactly. Now, what does uh, this thing cost, though? This is a, a beautiful gun uh-huh. um, and a smooth action gun. 
for price, gosh, uh, your guess is good as mine. Out of my budget. <laughs> okay, so you've but, got you've got uh, you've got your shotgun for your home and uh, your kicking around town gun, and then you've got your thirty two. Uh, third line of defense would be what? First line of defense? Third. Third line of defense. Oh, number, number three, line of defense. <laughs> I, I love the these new Ruger 380 pocket pistols. Oh, yeah. I have a, a couple of buddies that own them, and I just drool over them. Going back to home defense, okay? Um, I'm glad that you brought the shotgun, because that is one thing we have not mentioned at all, and, and that's one of my favorite guns for in my house. It, it's simple to use. Uh, you point it in the general direction. And what you have, you have the youth model of the 870. Yeah. Well, I've Which got, is a gun I love. Yeah. Well, that, it's great. 20 gauge. It's, yeah. It's the, you can, you can walk through the house and not bang lamps. Well, the thing is, my wife, uh, she uses that, but around the house, we have a, you know, I'm between red labels. I mean, ton of semi automatics, just a ton of stuff, but I love the shotgun because in that split of the moment, second, when you don't have much time, uh, you don't have to be super accurate at aiming. Kind of exactly. G- general direction, does it? Now, you're going to have maybe a few more holes in the walls. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in that instance, I don't think you really care. Collateral damage. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I wanted to mention, I got in an argument uh, over deer season on the subject of personal defense. Uh-huh. And, uh, <clears throat> of course, everybody else was on my side, but there was this one guy that I hunt with was particularly stubborn on the subject and what he'd heard on Adam Carolla's radio show. You know Adam Carolla? He used to yeah. host a uh, man show with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love Line and stuff like that. Yeah, Adam. He was a great guy. Yeah. <clears throat> he said on his show that he thought it was a good idea uh, to load a home defense shotgun with one blank, the first round being a blank. And that you use this to frighten off intruders so he didn't have to have, you know, a death on his hand or something like that. I think and it, I, and I, I said that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's the dumbest thing in the world because, I mean, first thing that comes into my head, okay, he thinks you missed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, and now he's got only a couple seconds to get to you or get out of the house before you fire off another round. But, you know, the, the whole thing, though, if that person broke into your house with the intent to do something and he already knew you were there and probably already knew you had a gun, you're dealing with a whole different situation there. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, if you uh, if you uh, shoot him with the first one and the second one, maybe the third one be a blank. And as you're walking up to him, just fire the blank and scare the heck right out of him. <laughs> if there's anything left to scare. Yeah. No, I think that's a dumb idea. Yeah. I like Adam I, Carolla. I, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. And I like Adam Carolla, too. But he's got millions of people that listen to him on the on the radio. And he's given some perfectly awful uh, personal defense advice. Uh, essentially, those are the people that end up turning into statistics. The situation, this is what I emphasize most is a mental training when it comes to defending yourself and your home. Um, if you have a gun, you have a concealed carry permit, you carry a gun, you, you can't hesitate 
No. When the de- decisive moment arrives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He who hesitates <laughs> is lost. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. lost the battle before it even started. <laughs> and if sure, if you're firing a blank at a guy, well, that's a big hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you're telling him, you punch me in the face again, I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> All right, we're actually coming up an ad break, buddy, to find out more about you on Pro. Get some more helpful advice. Um, like From Adam Carolla. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you online, buddy? Yes, check us out at www.unprofishing.com for our videos. Uh, our Twitter handle is unprofishing, and you can like us on Facebook at the Unprofessional Fisherman. You bet. Hey, that was Chance Orth, and he's got some great ideas about how you could protect yourself. Also, some great Christmas uh, gift ideas right there. Yeah, we'll send you an address <laughs> to send them to. That's right. Well, hey, we're the Revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Ram Truck. Ramtrucks.com, Rugeruger.com, High Mountain City's HIMTNJerky.com, and Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. And Merry- don't forget Outdoor Channel. That's right. Outdoor Channel, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash uh, Revolution. Merry Christmas, everybody. Chance, thanks so much, buddy. Uh, Merry Christmas, boys. Thank you. All right, here's a quick word from Mark. Jim and I will return right after the break. Ram Trucks on Texas. 90 is the new 70. Last year in Texas, five 91-year-olds, six 92-year-olds, and five Texans aged 93, 94, and 95 were among those applying for a license to carry a concealed handgun. A concealed handgun license instructor says he's not surprised that mature Texans are drawn to taking safety courses and obtaining a license to carry for personal protection. He says that older citizens have more life experience and may be more likely to have been a crime victim or know somebody who has, while younger people tend to think they are indestructible. So for more info on Concealed Carry, hop on Facebook.com forward slash Adventures of Dad and Me and watch our webisode on personal protection. Introducing the incredible The Revolution. Things got a little weird. With Jim and Trav. Hey, that's the show, folks, but we want to say a special Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everyone out there. Also, we want to thank now our 427 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. Also, Richard Mann, Lee Williams, Ken Jorgensen, and Chance Orth. But like Jimbo said, Merry Christmas, boys and girls. God bless you. Make sure you get outdoors. Take some kids with you. Go fishing. Just stay warm. Be kind to Santa. Jimbo and I love you. Peace out. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you then.